Hey everyone, Mallory here. I'm thrilled to introduce our next Pulse Check mini-series called Personalizing Prospective Student Journeys, a special three-part series hosted by yours truly. Over the next three weeks, join me as I sit down with Dustin Ramsdell, Community Engagement Lead at Pathify and the host of the Higher Ed Geek Podcast, which you can find right here on the Umbrellify Network. The prospective student journey is complex and highly emotional. This series focuses on digital experience platforms and how this technology and the teams using it helps students make informed choices from the start of their exploration, how to create community even before the student officially enrolls, and then, upon commitment, how institutions can best prepare a student for what is likely one of the biggest transitions and financial commitments of their life. All right, friends, without further ado, let's dive in. Hi, friends, it's Mallory Wilsey. I'm so excited to kick off our first of this three-part series on Pulse Check. Today's episode is on helping students make informed choices, the key part of exploration as students are choosing their program, choosing their institution. It is fraught with a lot of emotion, a lot of decision-making, and a lot of input from a lot of people. <laughs> so here we are today. Dustin Ramsdell joins me. Hey, Dustin, how are you? Doing good. Excited for this conversation. All the parts of it, I think, you know, hold a lot of kind of uh, excitement, enthusiasm for me to kind of uh, dig in with each one uh, specifically. So yeah, excited to kick things off. Let's set the stage. Helping students make an informed choice about where they go to college, I think, is part of the mission of and maybe what is drawing a lot of folks to the professions that they are in when they work on a campus. So give us some context. Uh, How is this moment different when it comes to helping students choose a college? Yeah, I mean, I think there's two things. And I I speak from somewhat of a place of like, you know, I'm just like an outsider and to an extent of like, I'm looking so much at like the higher ed space, you know, through my show and just a lot of different roles I've had of just sort of the the whole ecosystem and how it's sort of changing, maturing. So I'm not like a day to day kind of like in the trenches. Uh, I give a lot of kudos to those folks who are working day to day, you know, in sort of the mission enrollment management marketing kind of roles. What I'm observing is that one, there's like a whole lot more noise, like more institutions are slapping airplane ads, billboards, digital ads, all this sort of stuff, trying to get their voice, their story, their brand out there. There's no shortage of options. It never really has been a shortage of options. You know, students have, you know, thousands of institutions in this country or anywhere in the world to choose from. And certainly it's become more difficult in a sense of just, you know, you could choose, you know, you had to study online, study in person. You could be like, you know what, I want to go into a boot camp, you know, like to learn coding or something like there's just even more differences of like what you're studying and how you're studying it. So there's all those different aspects, I think, coming together about how students are kind of exploring their options, deciding on what do I want to study? Where do I want to do it? You know, what modality I want to do it in? I think that's definitely a big difference. Some of those different dynamics, I think it is really impacting, I think, how institutions need to try to like help these students make informed choices. Because I think what I've sort of seen with those maybe just like, you know, billboards, these sort of just kind of blanket campaigns is just, you know, they're saying, you know, start here, go anywhere. Like, 
cool. It's a great kind of just generic. It applies to everybody, bring everybody in and all that, creating a lot more sort of opportunities for access and sort of a willingness to welcome everybody in. There's a lot of people that have been working very hard, I think, over the past several years, past decades to work to increase access to higher education. But I think that has come somewhat at the cost of all that noise and everything of uh, students having a difficulty of making an informed choice about what's going to be the best fit institution for them at the best value and all those sort of things. So I think those are all the dynamics from my point of view and the conversations I've had like on my podcast and everything and going out to events that seem to be kind of at play here as students are exploring their post-secondary options writ large. Yeah, that brings up a question about like, what makes an institution distinctive? I read a really great article on Inside Higher Ed's Call to Action blog by Rob Zinkin. I mean, he asks, he asks that question. Actually, the article's titled, Your Institution is Only Distinctive if, if Others Take Notice. So as we're applying this idea of a distinctive brand and, and standing out from the competition, I think it's so important that as marketers, we keep in mind that the communication has to be super clear to the the person, the target audience, the person you're actually trying to enroll. Like you live on and maybe work on your campus every single day, so what is distinctive about it may just you know come second nature to you. You might just know that. That doesn't mean the target audience knows that. And then one step further, how are we using this distinctive brand? to actually communicate to that student, this is the right place for you, not just a place for you. My takeaway, that idea of like, yeah, you need to be distinctive. You need to kind of have people take notice. It's like being distinctive helps people to make an informed choice. You're saying like, this is who we are. Mm -hmm. This is what we specialize in, what we do really well. This is the experience that you're going to get. And it's not just sort of a bland statement that, you know, resonates with every single person. You're making what I think traditionally institutions, from my point of view, have thought of as a gamble to differentiate yourself. But I think in this moment where so many institutions are having to make like massive cuts, they're closing, they're merging and all that, it's because they kind of got ahead of their skis a little bit too much. They're trying to have too many programs, too many different offerings and things. And if it's like, you know what, people come here because they love the the residential experience or they love that we focus on you know, being green and sustainability and those sort of things. So let's like double down on that and not try to be all things to all people, and then really make that very distinctive, very clear, very compelling in the messaging as students are informing themselves about the options and exploring, they're going to be like, that's what I want. I want a place like that. So let me, you know, I'm going to start making choices to even just the idea of like exploring a little bit deeper because the idea is like, yeah, all the websites are out there. You could just, you know, waste all this time just going around to every single university website. It's like one stage of it is trying to get from like that, being awash in noise and everything to be like, what's going to make me click through and kind of go and start to explore a little bit more specifically this one institution or this one program or whatever else more so than anything else. So I think that that's very, very well said, that idea of like differentiation, distinctiveness hits people differently or something like be distinctive, you know, Mm. that that is a big part of the equation here is that can help students make more informed choices. So how do we actually do this? Because we, as a, as a school, a college, a university, the brand is what you stand for in the minds of, of your audience. 
And the brand is the collection of all of the interactions that that individual has had with you over many, many years, potentially. So as a student is actually going through the selection process and and especially getting closer to that application period, how can we, whether you're in admissions or marketing or another unit entirely on campus, assist the student in making that informed choice? And where does technology have a role in this? Yeah, what I've observed is that I think institutions are overly reliant on a website, which is another example of a thing that is meant to serve all people in all ways and all that. And it's just this massive maze and deep submenus of submenus and this and that. And maybe you can get people to kind of land on a particular page. But, you know, if a student is really trying to explore and understand what this experience is going to be like, they're going to be hopping around. And it might be tough to, like, have that one strolling page, that infinity page that is just keeps having all the information. It might be like, well, I want to know this one particular thing. Like, where can I find that? Let me go around and explore. And to really build upon... Uh, helping students make more informed choices. So we're kind of at this next stage. They've been like, you know what? Yeah, I kind of am interested in this institution that focuses on sustainability. They get into sort of that initial uh, point of entry. They want to know about uh, what clubs are available, what, you know, what engagement opportunities we're in. I think institutions need to kind of divorce themselves from being overly reliant on their website where they kind of have to try to like keep grouping, you know, all these things. And then it's just maybe like five, options at the top where it's like current students or something or like that's usually where I feel like I find those kind of things but it might not be intuitive for other people so my recommendation is trying to create a more contoured digital experience you know built on a platform that can hopefully personalize and provide the student who maybe you presented them information in a way that resonated with them they land somewhere that then can kind of carry them through to say like well you're interested in a online certificate in sustainability studies or something. So it's like, you probably don't really need to know so much about what the campus experience is like. You want to know about the different resources that are available to you as an online student. You need to know about, you know, a variety of different things that we can start to kind of contour around you and create kind of a digital experience that gives you a glimpse into what the institution offers to you specifically versus like a a website that is just this, uh, again, kind of unwieldy solution that is trying to be this kind of public-facing area where anybody can find information. There's Google searching to current students, to faculty and staff, to everybody else. Start to try to create kind of a a landing uh, where you can, you know, admissions, enrollment management folks, marketing, whoever, can start to kind of create a more robust, personalized digital experience as they're kind of going through that exploration phase. Well, the website has uh, some baked-in challenges and that it needs to be all things to all people, right? You've got the media looking at the website, uh, alumni, current students, and prospective students, um, as well as the greater community and a myriad of other audiences. And then you have a variety of campus stakeholders who are all clamoring for that homepage space, uh, whether um, they should actually be there or not. So uh, increasingly... Right. I think over the last decade plus, two decades, maybe even, we've asked more and more of the institutions.edu. And as a result, it's gotten further and further away from actually helping students make informed choices. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's just kind of the rub is that like it, it, it can serve certain goals very well. Like you said, like 
just a public landing place for media, whatever, Google searches, just trying to figure out some information. But I think what I'm really advocating for is just really evolving sort of the digital experience and trying to make it much more contoured uh, and streamlined and amplified. And there's just a lot of opportunities in terms of why this is like a better route also than maybe like other avenues where it's like, okay, well, we don't rely on the website. We do other things, but it's like, sure, that's great, but it might be limited by your bandwidth or, you know, other things. So I think, yeah, there's kind of an inflection point here of leveraging really great digital tools that are out there to provide more just user-friendly exploration experiences for these prospects. Hey, everyone. It's Mallory. I'm hosting the Engage Summit this summer in Raleigh, North Carolina. The theme of the conference is AI Got You. We're not just talking theories. This conference is your guide to understanding and applying AI at your institution. By the end, you won't just get AI. You'll be ready to lead your campus through an AI transformation. It's for everyone who wants to use AI to level up everything you're doing. Whether your focus is to recruit or retain, the Summit offers a platform to learn, network, and bring back actionable insights to enhance your student engagement strategies. I hope you'll join me and some of your favorite Enrollify creators in Raleigh on June 25th and 26th, like Jamie Hunt, Dustin Ramsdale, and Allison Tercio. Use the discount code Enrollify50 and you can register for just $99. So join us at the Engage Summit this June. Learn more and register at engage.element451.com. We can't wait to see you there. So we've clearly set up the challenge and, and the pain point here and, and also the goal, right, which I, we want to help these students make informed choices. Let's talk specifics and examples. Yeah, so what I've seen to be really successful is platforms that can uh, present a variety of things. They can have, uh, again, role-based or just generally kind of uh, contoured resources for a prospective student. Obviously, somebody who maybe hasn't even applied yet. You don't even have any really, you know, maybe uh, as much personalized sort of intel on who this person is, what they're interested in necessarily, as you might be for somebody who has like, you know, gone through a whole application process. But, you know, so you can have a lot of uh, resources available. You can have a great way to serve up peer-to-peer opportunities for a current student to tell this prospect kind of what the institution's all about. You can have a whole library of uh, virtual tours available that can be kind of, you know, self-guided. They can get a glimpse of the campus if that's something that would resonate with them. And just seeing kind of like, how am I going to be a student here? How am I going to manage everything? It seems so complicated. It can give just a demonstration of like, well, you know, use this platform that we're in right now. Like you're going to use it. It's going to change. It's going to evolve with you. It's going to mature with you as you go through becoming a first, second, third year student, being on campus or off, being online, you know, the things that you're involved in, uh, it'll present to you the information that you need to know and nothing else and serve to you in the way that you prefer it. And just at least that kind of familiarity and kind of getting that kind of tease, I think, is a way to kind of move someone from that exploration phase to start to get more committed, you know, and kind of reassure somebody that you can do this. You're going to use this platform. It's going to be giving you the resources and availability of involvement opportunities and engagement opportunities, clubs and different things, and just kind of starts to wash away some of the mystique or even just if it's like just complete ambiguity or something if it's like if if this doesn't exist then a student is kind of just like you know left to have the the curated ads or whatever else in that messaging to go on before they make a commitment and apply and deposit and that sort of thing 
you would hopefully have this opportunity where they can kind of get the social proof from peers. They can get just kind of that that tease and that demo that can move them forward and reassure them. It feels like there's a lot of brain science behind this type of stuff. Have you looked into that at all, the behavioral economics of, around all of this? I will say, uh, like, I listen to a lot of, like, Freakonomics and those sort of podcasts. I'm a big podcast junkie, if anybody's not, you know, realized that. Like, I've, you know, been podcasting myself for a long time. I listen to a lot of them. And I think it's just that idea. There's so much, you know, and I think folks like Adam Grant or whatever, like, people who understand sort of, like, how humans interact with each other, with organizations, you know, with incentives and those sort of things. And just almost in any way, whether it feels kind of minor or major, you know, we make decisions emotionally you know it could be impulsive or it could be well thought out and all that but like social proof helps moves us you know we we read the reviews on you know the 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 site that we're shopping on you know to kind of get reassured that we're making a good choice you want to hear from your friends before you make maybe a big life change or purchase or something in college obviously is no different it is like you know one of the biggest commitments that you make so i think you know one you might talk to your family or friends or your parents or whoever else but i think somebody who has that near peer experience is like I'm where you hopefully will be in maybe two years time and I can literally speak to you about what this is about yeah I think we've seen you know I can't cite any numbers and figures and you know show you all these bars and graphs but I think it's just that even that emotionally kind of resonates with people it kind of just like they're like yeah that's been kind of my experience why wouldn't that sort of be applicable in this context of sort of choosing where I'm going to go, what I'm going to study and how I'm going to do it. You want to have those opportunities to, you know, even virtually see the campus, see what how I'm going to get involved, what support resources are available to me, and just, you know, lay out all these questions to somebody who like was in my shoes a short time ago. So um, yeah, I, th- I think so much of that is at play here. And I think just recognition of that and trying to be more intentional about how we're building a digital experience platform around that, like having that be really a, a, a North Star for kind of the strategy when it comes to trying to kind of move people down that pipeline as they're exploring to start to kind of uh, feel very confident in making the informed choice to, uh, you know, commit to your particular institution. I was reading Seth Godin's blog at the beginning of the year, and uh, he had a really timely post around uh, selection criteria for, I think he was focused more on the traditional college student um, in his post, but kind of, you know, saying so often, uh, and I think anyone who works in higher ed has certainly heard this, but so often students are taking, uh, choosing a college based off of things like, um, oh, I liked the weather as I walked around campus that day, or, or I felt, I got that feeling, or you know, my tour guide was really cute and fun or maybe I'll make the soccer team right and like these things um, are are very short term um, but when you are uh, actually thinking about what moves the needle and and helping students make that informed choice um, it you know who cares if the campus is pretty the day that you visit it that instead it's a really big decision and that these students need to be asking questions like are the peop- 
are the people that this place attracts the sort of people I want to spend time with and become like? And and is a system in place here that's going to help push me uh, towards becoming the type of person that I want to be? And I've been thinking about that all month and how in our higher, in our marketing communications for schools, the more that we can answer those two questions, right? Will this place make me uh, the person I'm trying to be? And will it attract the sort of people I want to become more like? Um, That might help us as we focus on our distinctive brand and our specialized communications actually lead that student down that path uh, a little bit faster. Yeah. And I mean, a big crux of this is that, you know, institutions can kind of brag all they want, like put out press releases about like we had a massive, you know, incoming class and that's, you know, good on them. But if half of that class is the wrong person, you know, in terms of like who tends to be well served and very, uh, you know, that their goals are going to be achieved through attending that institution. They'll have people that will, you know, bring out their best self and whatever, you know, all this kind of growth and exploration and, you know, uh, learning and everything like a student needs to try to explore and understand that themselves. Cause yeah, like you, you hemorrhage all these students or sort of have all this bleed and whatever else, like that doesn't serve the institution. Those students are not well served, like kind of all the pieces of the equation start to fall apart. So as much as students can make a well-informed decision, it kind of serves everybody that you're having, you know, these students who know that, yeah, I, I I select this place because it's exactly the kind of place that's going to help me to become the person that I want to be, you know, and uh, have kind of the, the supports and things. And that's the the other aspect of the bland marketing campaigns. I feel like that's been like in my head for a while is the idea of trying to, you know, in the right in the right kind of circumstances, get away from that and get more towards kind of what you're saying of like, you know, come here and you'll achieve, you know, becoming a, a leader in the sustainability space or something and build your build your network, you know, build your social capital or even just like uh, I've heard some other people tell me where like, you know, acknowledge that this is going to be a hard journey, but that we're here for you. Like college is hard. There's gonna be a lot going on, a lot that you're gonna have to juggle. But you know what, here's all the ways that we're going to support you throughout your entire time here, however long that is like, you know, we've got tutors, we've got, you know, these platforms and tools that help organize kind of just the chaos of academic life. We've got, you know, all these others that like peer to peer mentor, whatever it might be, you can kind of start to like, parcel those out. And so that a prospective student, you know, and I think in a digital experience platform, they can kind of build it this way to kind of achieve these goals of sort of present these things. And again, they can kind of choose their own adventure of like, oh, you know, yeah, I've I've struggled really academically. There's a big point of anxiety for me. You know, it's probably one of my top concerns. Let me kind of go in and see like, what are the academic support resources here? We've got some great, cool embedded videos. I can, you know, talk to like a, you know, a peer mentor about like, you know, what it's like to use these services or something like that. Like there's just a lot of opportunity and potential for me to kind of uh, still give, like, is that like that kind of like emotional side of it, like is definitely those very like, you know, whimsical kind of things that maybe is the like sizzle reel sweeping drone shots and all that. It's like, yeah, you know, you got to put a little dose of that in there too, but like try to put a little bit more substance behind, you know, these things that like, it would be the idea is like, well, let's not give tours when the weather's even just like maybe a little cloudy. Cause we know like our secret sauce is like people that go around and it's perfectly sunny and beautiful. Birds are chirping. People are throwing the Frisbees out on the quad or whatever. Like, you know, those, pe- those are the people that come here. That's the only reason why they come here is the beautiful quad. Uh, it's like, let's try to solve for some of those va- you know, variables and make sure we've got some substantive stake uh, to support that sizzle, you know, 
Um, so I'm not, I'm not saying that we don't need to have any of that, but I think, yeah, well said that we need to make sure that like the emotional pull is as much, if not more so grounded in something that's going to be a bit more sustainable for the student, you know, long running through their experience at the institution than just a, you know, beautiful day on a tour or a, a charming charismatic tour guide or something, you know. Are these digital experience platforms uh, set up in such a way that they can help nudge the student through this process? Um, I'm reading a book by a behavioral economist, Melina Palmer, and she talks a lot about nudging and the importance of nudging um, as it relates to helping our conscious and subconscious brain uh, make decisions. So I have to imagine, right, with AI and automation uh, that... DXPs are baking this type of nudge right into the experience. Yeah. And it's even just that idea that like, while at this stage, you know, a student may not have even applied yet, you know, there's ways, you know, to kind of track is this person coming back repeatedly or how much time or maybe they spending on the platform or uh, things like that, or even just some, some sort of even modest gateway to get into that kind of digital experience platform where, you need to like provide like an email or something so we can kind of know like, okay, you jumped in here. You, you wanted to kind of learn a little bit more. Let's follow up with you, you know, via email and even like in the platform, you know, little pop-up chat bot is being like, hey, so it seems like you're interested, like, you know, curious to like learn more about the application or something like, and just any of those little embedded things where uh, I've seen, yeah, where you have to like, you know, pop-up comes up, you've got to acknowledge it or something. And like, so it's certain things that kind of are going to, you know, uh, get things in front of you and have to start making kind of decisions about like, all right, how much time am I going to just spend around exploring? Like, are there specific questions that I need? Like, you can start to kind of nudge on those things. Because I think somebody could kind of just lurk and kind of just passively explore at this stage in like a digital experience platform and still kind of be like, hemming and hawing and all that. So it could be that idea of like, we want to make sure that like we're addressing your questions and when you're ready, we want to make sure that it's as easy and sort of put in front of you to be like, well, the next stage here is to put an application. Like we'd love to learn more about you and get that conversation started and those sort of things where, yeah, I think you would hopefully be able to uh, make sure you're sort of smartly designing that whole digital experience to get you what you need as an institution to kind of know like, wow, we've got a lot of people, you know, quantify how many people are jumping in and, you know, what they're kind of clicking around on and then uh, also be able to uh, keep in touch with those people while they're in the platform and even afterwards um, to keep kind of uh, nudging them along because uh, again, yeah, it's a big decision. Um, we don't want anyone to make it impulsively, but we also want to, you know, also want to make sure that the steps in the process are clearly laid out and that we are uh, making ourselves available to answer questions as well, whether it's like a peer mentor or you know, uh, admissions counselor or whatever else. Well, Dustin, this was a great conversation. I appreciate your time. And uh, folks, look forward to part two, where Dustin and I will be talking about creating community before college, focusing on the commitment of that prospective or accepted student and continuing down the path of personalizing that prospective student journey. We'll see you next time. This Pulse Check mini-series has been brought to you by Pathify. Gone are the days of clunky interfaces, disjointed systems, and massive, unhelpful link farms. 
Centralize all your systems with Pathify so that students see the information that matters to them in a digital experience that actually makes sense. From prospective students through alumni, it's about time the student experience started looking and acting like a consumer app from this century. Visit pathify.com for more. Enrollify is made possible by Element 451, the next generation AI student engagement platform helping institutions create meaningful and personalized interactions with students. Learn more at element451.com.